to Delayed Effect. This is chapter 29, and as always, I'm your host, Packy. Packy and his Delayed Effect is back for another chapter, bitch. Yup. Finally. <laughs> uh, we all know consistency is just not my bag. Um, it's funny, I was listening to the latest pod blocked. Them talking about, uh, how easy it is to podcast and yes it is really fucking easy to just sit press record slap an intro and an outro upload the file and call it good i don't disagree with you guys there that is that is pretty fucking simple to do the hard part is believe it or not finding motivation um at least for a solo show joe i think you can understand that two different solo shows now that you have not done (laughs) i mean you've done them but you've not been able to keep up with any kind of a motivation or a drive to want to do them and i um i i feel like you kind of understand that regard the the lack of delayed effect over the past year almost has not been from uh, it's not been from a lack of desire it's it's energy motivation i i know it's simple to sit and press record i understand that believe me but if i'm sitting here and i'm just not feeling it if i'm literally feeling like i'm about to fall asleep as i'm recording i don't really think that assures any kind of quality um, I, I don't want to give people a shitty show is, is my thing. I mean, if that means I have to wait three to four weeks between episodes, then so be it. That's just the way it's going to go. And as for down the bunny hole too, you know, <laughs> to, to answer you guys also, uh, I know you guys just poke fun. I'm, I'm not taking it personally. Please don't think this is a, a retaliation to that. But I, I just feel like that needs a little bit of explanation as well. It's it's not just that we uh, we don't live near each other. Um, the, the time zone separation is a big factor. Because Zach is two hours ahead of me. So by the time I'm getting home from work, which is roughly 6 o'clock in the evening... He has maybe an hour before he's uh, prepping to get ready for bed, if he's even home. You know, now that he's done with school, that does allow him some more free time. But now that his free time's cleared up, I mean, you know, he's spending it getting associated with his new house. There's this, this, and that. And yes, it is easy to just press record for both of us and have a conversation over Skype for an hour. But 
there's a lack of content too. I mean, we don't have a whole lot to talk about. The original uh, agenda for Down the Bunny Hole was to break down the songs of Blink-182 and we kind of did that. <laughs> there's not a whole lot left to do. There's a few deep cuts we didn't touch on and then of course the whole new album, but we just did an album review of California like what, four episodes ago, something like that, four or five episodes ago, back when it came out, so it's there's not a whole lot for us to do. We're not the type of podcasters excuse me um to just sit down and talk about a bunch of bullshit i mean we are in our own shows and to a degree on down the bunny hole but it usually always relates you know that that is very much a show about blink 182 it's not about the fans of blink 182 i mean it is but it's not we're not just two fans of blink 182 kind of talking about them here and there but then going on and just doing a, a little buddy show you know it's we have a direction for that and if if there's no no content there's no show it's it's just how it is but the time zone does play a big factor in it because you know if if i'm lucky and i can get home at six i'm able to just rush right out to my room and get everything set up and get ready and go. But odds are when I'm getting home, there's people always bombarding me with, hey, how you doing? You know, how was your day? This, this, not which is fine. You know, family does that. I, I expect that. But in the time that it takes me to wind down to get ready for a podcast, by that time, he's already in bed, you know? Uh, and, and then on the days that we would be able to, our schedules just don't match up, you know? I'm not in a position to record because I'm not home. Usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm booked. I have too much to do where I'm not home. I don't I I don't even come home. I don't even stay home. <laughs> I mean, it the, the last few weekends I've literally not been home Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Um I, after work, I just head straight to where I'm going. If it's to stay with my girlfriend, or if it's to drive down to Oregon to see my friends and family, I just I don't have the time. And then by the time I get, if it's driving to Oregon, by the time I get there, it's already like you know nine ten o'clock at night here, which is twelve, uh, no eleven twelve o'clock at night in Texas where Zach is, and. Yeah, it's there's a lot of arranging. It's it's really weird. You wouldn't think because all we're doing is literally recording a conversation, but there there's some amount of preparation involved because we both have to set aside the time to do that. You know, for for guys like like Podblocked or even the Tangent Bound podcast, you know, that's two sides of the same coin there. Where uh, with Podblock, they they live down the street from each other, so you know he can literally walk down. They can set up, record, and go home all within about a three, four hour window once a week. You know, Tangent Bound, I believe, is maybe even less prep time, but they're, you know, minutes away from each other where they can sit and uh, just record their conversation. 
but Zach and I have our own schedules. You know, I have my work, I have my my class, I have my attempted studio time. I have time that I'm trying to spend with my fam my well, my I call them my families, my friends that I live with. I have time I'm trying to spend with them. I have time I'm trying to spend doing my own thing, actually getting out of the house and you know, exposing myself to the elements for a change, which is weird because it used to be all I could do to stay inside. And then, of course, trying to juggle podcasting, and it's it is simple enough to just press record and go. But it's not as easy as just saying, hey, let's record. Because we have our own lives, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's, uh, it's just difficult. But we're figuring it out, you know. Like before, back when we were able to do it once a week, I didn't have a life. I worked. I got off work Monday night and I recorded. I went downstairs at my old house, recorded a podcast with Zach. Called and before that in the apartment that I lived in, I go and record with him. We do our thing. I upload it. Boom, boom, yeah, boom. We're done. Plus, we had a lot of episodes backlogged back then too. But if you'll venture back to uh, December of 2015, no, it was last year, 2014. All of a sudden, I found myself in a relationship, and at the time, that's all I could focus on. Plus, she lived three hours away from me, so spending time with her meant spending weeks with her. (laughs) And podcasting became not so much a priority anymore. and, And I will admit, that was largely due to bad prioritizing on my part. Um, we did try and make down the bunny hole work whenever we could. I took recording gear with me and found a way to set it up in what would become my housemate's bedroom. (laughs) You know, it's always been their bedroom, but they would become my housemates eventually. Uh, I found ways to make it work, but it was few and far between. And I just, I didn't allow myself the time for that because I, I, think it's because I'd gone so long without a relationship I didn't want to do anything else I I I wanted to podcast don't get me wrong I wanted to do down the bunny hole especially back then because that's when Tom left the band again so we had a lot of like hot topic shit to discuss but at the same time I was like well I want to spend all my time with this girl too and it's kind of fucky but you know, it's I at the time it's what I wanted. Looking back now, it's a big fucking moron. But obviously, it all led to me led me to where I am now. This is what happens when you don't podcast for a while. You kind of forget how to speak. <laughs> Believe it or not. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, fast forward to now, where I'm in a much healthier relationship that's lasted over twice as much as the last one. And I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. I mean, the the thing is, is that you know I told this to Zach. You know, it's like we're, we're trying to find a time to to set a schedule to where we could, you know, take an hour to record. And you know, my only free nights 
anymore are really Monday and Tuesday. You know, Wednesdays are usually a family night, if not the night that girlfriend might come over or I might be going to see her in the middle of the week. Thursdays are my classes now, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday are usually always spent with with her. Just because we don't see each other, like, more often than not, you know, if, if Wednesdays aren't spent with her, then I'm spending the whole weekend with her because that's really the only time we get to see each other. <clears throat> and I kind of love her, so I want to spend some time with her. Uh, it's It's not... I, I'm not as I don't want to say this wrong <laughs> I love her to death it's not that I want to spend oh okay that's not going to come out right I don't want to say this I'm not so much of a love drunk idiot like I was in the past where I feel like I have to dedicate every waking moment to the relationship uh, I'm very much in it every waking moment. Don't get me wrong. But we have our own independent sides in our own space. Which is very healthy. She understands. As a matter of fact, we had to talk about this tonight. That, that podcasting is... It used to be something that I was very passionate about. And I, I still am to an extent. But it's something I really want to get back into doing on a fucking regular basis somehow you know and I don't I don't know how to quite do that so you know her uh, solution was is that she's going to pressure not pressure me she's going to push me into it she's going to remind me say hey don't forget you need to do a podcast this week you know she's because my, my brain is so fucking scattered these days with, with everything I'm doing at work, with everything I'm trying to figure out at school. I'm taking the time trying to study. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to listen to enge audio engineering podcasts, you know, now. and just I'm trying to absorb all this information that I lose track of what I'm supposed to be doing sometimes. And she she's working on it with me. She's trying to help me understand that this is something that I liked doing that I want to get back to doing something I can control something that actually revolves around the 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 subject for which I'm studying you know for which I'm spending all this goddamn money educating myself with podcasting is recording I'm recording my voice right now it's there's by means no comparable amount of editing to that of recording an actual band but there's still a small minor amount of editing i've got to adjust the levels to match the intro and the outro i don't want one being louder than the other i've got to make sure that my voice is coming through nice and clear you know there's there's this this and that you know there's there's a small amount of engineering to it what's funny is, is i listen to a podcast called the working class audio is that it yeah wca uh, really awesome podcast with uh, uh, Matt Boudreaux is the host he's an engineer from California and he goes around interviewing other engineers all based off word of mouth too it's like one guest will refer him to another one at some point you know he just like he goes and interviews all these people 
travels around California, visits them in their studios, gets the actual vibe of how things are working there. Uh, he also does Skype calls like Zach and I do, or Zach and Mark do, where he'll interview people that way too. But there was one episode where he talked about his setup. Uh, Audio-Technica is a sponsor of their show, so his microphone that he uses is an AT mic. And then that runs through... I want to say he runs it through like a compressor and then through back into Pro Tools and into some kind of plug-in that, you know, he, he just has it running through gear for a podcast, but it sounds so clean. It's pretty <laughs> like the quality. It's, it's not like, I don't know. It, it <laughs> it's like eating Dutch chocolate versus 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 a Hershey bar. You know, it's like they're both really fucking good, but one of them is clearly better than the other. It's like his voice is just nice and silky smooth. His editing is really primo. You can hardly tell that there's cuts in the episode. And it's just a really good show, but like I never thought about running my shit through I mean, I don't have any gear to run through, but I never thought about that being a thing. So, I not this one, because I'm recording this at, what, 12, 17 at night right now. Maybe the next one I do, I'm going to try and run it through some plugins on Pro Tools and see if I can maybe juice it up a little bit. Maybe give you guys a little bit better audio quality. Kind of show you, hey, I'm learning something, and I'm applying it to this medium that is what got me into what I'm studying in the first place. I mean, I wouldn't be up here in Seattle. I wouldn't be studying engineering if it weren't for podcasting. That that's literally where I learned that I like the editing part. I like learning how to mash these files together to make it sound like they're meant to be together, that they were all recorded together at once rather than separately. You know, there's just a huge spark of my passion that came from podcasting, and I want to push back into it that way. And... And I need it too. I'm I'm discovering that I really need this more than I realize because I don't have a lot to work on. I mean any any hands on experience that I get with editing and engineering is in class. So I need to have something to work on at home and for some fucking reason I don't have the creative drive that I had a year ago. It's funny because like on Facebook, all these memories are popping up of when I recorded my song with Zach, when I recorded all my cover songs, when I did this, 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 and that. And the fucking rub of it is, is that back then I had all the creativity with very little know-how. And now I have a lot more know-how with very little creativity. It's so fucking weird. I played guitar last night for the first time in a couple weeks, but... I felt no urge to record it because it just didn't sound very good to me. And that's kind of what led to me recording this show tonight. I actually almost didn't because of, really because of last night. Because I sat there playing the music, you know, and, and I know I'm not a very good guitar player. I mean, I'm not trying to be really down on myself. It's just, you know, comparatively to a lot of other people out there, I'm not that good. Especially for somebody that's been playing for almost half his life. I'm just, I'm okay. 
I, I like to, to say that I know enough. I know just enough to know how much I suck. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's a little extreme, honestly. I mean, I'm not horrible, but I'm not extremely talented either. However, a lot of engineers that I know, that I've met, that I've listened to, that I know and know of, basically, are all widely talented musicians that just decided they wanted to spend their time on the other side of the glass. And and I'm looking like I can strum this instrument. My teacher can play the drums like nobody's fucking business. He can play guitar, both rhythm and lead. He can play piano. He can play fucking horns. He can play the harmonica. He can sing. All this shit, like, comfortably. Granted, he's, what, uh, 11, 12 years older than me, so he has a little bit more time on this earth, and he's been doing it since he was 14, which I have too, but he's been recording since he was 14, so there's the difference. However, he's just, he's been in bands, he's toured, like, he knows what the musician's life is like. He just decided he wanted to engineer it instead, and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Why didn't I study that more? <laughs> Why didn't I push myself to become a, a, a versatile, like, Swiss Army musician, you know? <laughs> like a toolbox rather than just a tool. That sounds a lot more harder on myself than I intended. But I sat down to record this about what five hours ago and I got everything ready I got the mic set up I got the track opened up I got GarageBand ready and I just lost it I lost my motivation I didn't want to do it I sat there and said what's the point you know it's like I'm I, I really started beating myself up over it and that's a big reason why I haven't been very consistent is because I don't, sometimes I don't see the point, you know, it's like, why, why bother? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not because I don't want to, it's just, I don't see the point in it sometimes, you know, it's, it, uh, this podcast uh, was born out of my desire to take what I was doing with the 8-Bit Packycast out of the 8-Bit Packycast and put it into a new podcast where it's like where I just start talking about my life because that podcast was supposed to be about nerd shit and it kind of drifted apart from that when my life started getting in the way so out of necessity to, to keep that aspect of podcasting going Delayed Effect was born and that's fine like that's great it's it's a nice way to chronicle my life it's a good audio journal it's kind of cool to look back and see where i was a year ago you know it was like episode 11 or 12 or something like that is when i started doing all this and it didn't take me long to start losing consistency but it took me that long to start losing track of my life <laughs> and the, but the fucked up thing is, is that I got totally off topic and uh, completely derailed this entire tangent. But uh, the fucked up thing is, is that 
when when I don't want to do it, it's not going to happen. You know, it's like I can't sit and record a podcast just because, oh, it's Tuesday. My podcast is supposed to come out on Wednesday, so I have to sit and record it. I'm not going to fucking do that. If it wasn't just me, it might be easier. You know, if I had somebody like Podblock, for example, if I had my best friend here who also had a desire to record a podcast, if we could both just get together and say, let's just have a fucking conversation. Let's just be us, but in front of microphones. Then I'd do it. In a heartbeat. Like, (laughs) especially if it meant that I actually got to see my fucking best friend more than once every other month. Whenever I go visit him. Oh boy, that's a sore subject right now for me. (laughs) you know it's I'm not going to get into that right now but um like if I had somebody there to to take that like what just happened where I just stopped talking if I had somebody to kind of pick up the slack where I'm dropping it you know somebody that could fill in those gaps somebody that could I could bounce ideas off of somebody that I could have ideas thrown at me. It's like somebody to just basically catch what I'm throwing down, you know, and and be like, hey, you know, that makes me think of this. So let's go talk about that. You know, it's that makes for a great show. That's why I love Podblock so much. That's why I love Taggart and Torrance so much. You know, it's like, I mean, Taggart and Torrance has a little bit more of a, uh, a format you know they have games that they like to play they have skits that they do sometimes but you know that i'll use Podblocked again as my example for this that's why i love them so much is because they're friends they have a dynamic that goes back and forth you know when one of them stops the other one kind of picks it up you know they feed off of each other that way and it makes for such a phenomenal show that's really hard to do by yourself i have a dynamic with myself yeah that's great but I can't, I get to a point where, like, if, if I'm not feeling it, then I have nobody there to say, well, come on. No, come on. We could do this. We could talk about that. We could do this, this, and that. It's like, if I get down on myself for one little thing that just completely derails my entire motivational train, then I'm fucked. The only reason I'm sitting here doing this now is because I had a nice pep talk from my girlfriend about all this. She actually is very capable of making me feel like I'm not a piece of shit, that I'm not wasting my time, that I'm not wasting my money, that I am actually good enough to be pursuing the career that I'm pursuing. Even though there are people out there that may be better than me, that may be more talented than me, that doesn't mean I don't have the passion and the drive. And the fucking destiny to do this shit you know so to speak i i know i'm good enough for this i am it's just you just you if anybody is out there like waiting i i don't think there is i don't even know how many people actually fucking listen to this show but you have to understand that for somebody like me the way that my the way that my my psyche works the way that my brain works is that when when something triggers it to start getting down on itself the last thing i want to do is 
put that emotion to tape, <laughs> you know? The last thing I want to do is sit in front of a microphone and tell you how much I fucking hate myself. How how much I really don't feel like I'm good enough at anything. Like, that's not good podcasting material. This is supposed to... I mean, it's not always going to be sunshine and puppy dog farts. I understand that. But I feel like the, that this show is supposed to... Uh, podcasting in general is supposed to be... Not necessarily uplifting, but... I mean, nobody wants to sit and listen to somebody whine about themselves when they don't really have it that bad. I mean, I have a roof to sleep under. I have a toilet to pee in. I have food to eat. I have a job. I have a career ahead of me. I have a girlfriend that loves me. I have a family that a fucking adopted me here that, that loves the shit out of me. I have... A family back home that misses me. I have a wonderful life. And sometimes I lose sight of that. And the last thing I want to do is sit there and be that guy that's going to sit there and bitch. About the one thing going wrong that makes the rest of his life feel like shit. When it's really not. If that makes any sense. I I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So whenever I point out the fact that I've lost the motivation to do podcasting, it's because I don't believe in myself that I'm good enough to do it. And that's okay. That's all part of who I am. It's just I'm... For so long, there, there's there been parts of myself like this that I've been told, you, you just shouldn't be that way. You know, you shouldn't... You know, there's a difference between being told you shouldn't be that way and you can't think that way. You know, I, I shouldn't be thinking that way. I, 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 I'm allowed to think that way. I'm allowed to feel that way. But I don't need to sit there and give in to it like I do sometimes. I, I can't let it squash me. I have to look at it and be like, well, this is just who I am. Like, this is just the monster inside of me. You know, everybody has their good side and their bad side. Their their light side and their shadows, you know, like you, you need to learn to embrace the shadows. You you can't spend your life pushing them away and trying to hide from them because all it's going to do is make them hunt you down even more, but if you learn to accept them and embrace them and realize that that's part of you, it makes them a lot easier to deal with. It makes you not so afraid to step into them once in a while. My only problem is is that I step into them and then just believe every fucking word they say about how I'm not good enough at what I'm doing. I need someone like my amazing fucking wonderful girlfriend to pull me out of it. Or somebody like Zach, who's done that for me too. I mean, I've, I've fucking gone off on him before. You know, I've gone off on my mom before. I've gone off on my family here before. You know, it's like I have all these people that can lift me up if I just remember to say, "Hey, I need a little help." <laughs> but I don't want that emotion to translate into my podcast. I don't want to have a shitty podcast. 
I don't want to have awful quality, you know, like, I'm not talking about sound quality, I'm talking about content quality, you know, emotional quality, I want to be invested in this podcast, I want to feel good about doing it, I want to be like, yes, I want to do this, I'm ready, I'm, I'm, let's fucking party, you know, it's not going to be like that every goddamn time, I understand that, but there's a, there's a bare minimum that I want to set myself at before I'm ready to hit record and start talking. So if I go weeks again without doing it, I promise you it's because of that or just hard finding the time. I mean, look at right now. It's after midnight and I'm doing this. I had time earlier to do it, but then all that shit happened. What's what's really fucked up too is that I get like motivated to do podcasting when I listen to like working class audio or Podblock and all any of my shows come out and I'm like fuck yeah I start listening and I'm like God I want a podcast when do I listen to them in the morning at work when I can't podcast then by the time I get home I sit down and the day starts wearing off on me and I start getting really tired. And then the last thing I want to do is plug in the microphone, plug in the Mac, set everything up, hit record, think of something to talk about, talk about it, and then upload it. It's like, it just becomes mundane. <laughs> it's This is supposed to be an exciting aspect of my life. I feel like podcasting is. I mean, it's it's kind of cool. You know, I feel like everybody has a podcast, but at the same time, it's kind of cool to say, yeah, I podcast. It's for fun. It's it's interesting. It's opened up so many doors for me. I mean, I owe so much to this avenue of my life. It's continuing to grow. Continuing to show me more every day with, with the educational series that I'm listening to. It's not just working class audio, too. There's another one called um, uh, recording studio rock stars or rock stars of the recording studio or something like that that's also about engineers with uh let's forget this guy's first name it's it's an odd name it's Lige uh, let me look at, at it real quick on my phone um L-I-J I think is how his name is spelled he was he was actually on an episode of working class audio that's how I uh learned about him Oh, cool. The newest recording recording studio, Rockstars, is with Matt Boudreaux. That's right, because Matt is uh, working class audio, and he had Liz Shaw, is the guy's name, on there. And then I they recorded like an episode with each other of each other's show separately. Two different episodes, but one for each show. And now Matt's episode is up on, um, on uh, Liz's podcast that's cool listen to that tomorrow no not right now <laughs> oops cool that's exciting those are fun shows i i like them because it's it's podcast i love listening to podcasts why not listen to ones that are actually going to teach me something not that i don't learn something from Podblocked or you know taggart and torrents or something like that and truth be told about educational podcasts joseph i was actually learning a thing or two from uh, do it your damn self you know that that's something that I'm gonna start getting into eventually is is you know 
home renovation. I, I know when that happens, I'll probably just hit you up on Facebook or something to ask you about it. But it was kind of cool to listen to a, uh, a, a little 30-minute snippet about painting or drywalling, you know, or it's like anything like that, you know, all that stuff that you actually know how to do and you're very good at. I like hearing about that stuff. I, I like, that's the thing is like, I love these podcasts where people just talk about what's going on in their life, about what happened during their week, you know. It's kind of a cool way to keep tabs on my friends. But at the same time, I like these ones where people talk about what they do and why they do it and why they're so good at it. You know, it's like, I, I like knowing what drives people, what pushes you to not just be you, but to be the best you, to, that pushes you to be passionate about something. I mean, I love hearing that shit. You know, it, I, I like knowing that, that people are out there existing for another reason other than just the fact that they simply are, you know? And I, I, I want to hear more of that. I, that. That's why I love working class audio and recording studio rock stars. Uh, because they're interviewing people that are following their passion. Granted, they're all doing the same thing I'm trying to do. Which is fucking awesome. But, uh, nevertheless, I want to hear that from my friends, too. Which kind of bums me out about not hearing just Zach as much anymore. Not at all. Um, I know part of it, I, last I heard, was due to because, you know, he just moved and he hadn't gotten his new uh, studio set up there. And he was finishing up school and this, this, and that. But I, I know, I don't want to be the one to let the cat out of the bag so much, but I know Zach's, he's been tossing around the idea for a while of dropping just Zach, you know, and just not doing it anymore. But it's kind of a bummer because, I mean, I would, that, like I said, I love hearing about what's going on in my friends' lives, but at the same time, a lot of what he was saying on there, he was just repeating on um, Twofer, which should be coming back this month or next month, I believe. I hope. And, that, like I've been saying at the beginning of this episode, uh, sustaining yourself on a podcast is one thing, but being able to do it with somebody else there to talk to is much more preferred. And I don't blame him one bit for dropping just Zach to continue to for, because it's funny because, you know, just Zach was born out of the necessity of podcasts because broadcast wasn't fulfilling that desire. And then through that, he met Mark and then started to fur and then you know he just kept doing things along but then at some point i think he realized that everything he's wanting to talk about on just zach he's talking about on to fur and down the bunny hole it's like here's what's going on in my life talk about on to fur here's what's going on about my favorite band talk about on down the bunny hole it's like why say the same thing two different times on three different shows you know I, I I completely understand if if that's his reasoning and and everything, but delayed effect is all I've got. You know I don't talk about Blink One Eighty Two on here because I save it for down the bunny hole. So this is all I've got. I still have Eight Bit Packy Cast, but I haven't had a chance to record one of those. Uh, 
And honestly, my whole plan for tonight was to record one of these and then one of those because I want to bring that one back too because that's where I started. And I've got so much nerdy shit I'd love to talk about that doesn't involve the music industry. There's a whole lot of shit coming out. There's a whole lot of shit that has come out. And I want to talk about all of it. But I want to talk about it on there. (laughs) I don't know. And now the thing is, I won't be able to record that until... Maybe Friday? If not Friday, then sometime next week. It just depends on... What my girlfriend's doing Friday. (laughs) You know. Uh... Speaking of which, speaking of that beautiful, wonderful young lady, um, she just celebrated her 29th birthday. Uh, matter of fact, last weekend, if you follow me on Facebook, there have been pictures posted like crazy of a party that her best friends threw in her honor. They told her about it. You know, they told her we're throwing you a party, but they didn't tell her about what they were doing. They, all they said, it's going to be pirate themed and there's going to be people and maybe games. And there were people. No games were played. But it was very much so pirate themed. And <laughs> I'm so happy. It just Her friends put in such a good effort. They they turned up the their kids' little playground outside into a pirate ship. They uh, one of one of her other best friends made a treasure chest to go around the the fucking drink cooler. Like out of cardboard and paint, like ah, she carved a a wheel, like a ship wheel, out of cardboard with a steak knife to precision. <laughs> they hung up a picture frame on the side of the house so people could take photos. They had all these piratey props of like mustaches and hats, and we went and bought foam swords. You know, it's like it was such a wonderful party. I'm so happy she got what she deserved on that because (laughs) she's pretty fucking fantastic and I love seeing a chance for her to smile and I totally spoiled her with gifts not intentionally I wanted to buy her one thing and when I went to buy it I found five more things on accident but one of them turned out to be like the best gift I could have ever gotten her it was really cool it was a it's kind of funny because I, I kind of had this rule with her but I didn't really want to buy her jewelry like jewelry jewelry you know like expensive earrings no rings you know we, that's not a thing yet necklaces um, things like that and it's like I don't, I, I've done that with girlfriends in the past like I'll just buy them this really awesome like $300 something and I'm like what the fuck are you doing you've only been dating her for two months <laughs> so it's like with with Tia it's all, it's all about taking time but it's not like not forcing myself to take time or being like no don't do that yet it's just waiting for the right moment you know it's giving it time and that's been really nice because that's not something I've ever done before I've always been like oh well I'm with this girl I must have to do this this and that so I'm gonna go do this this and that with Tia it's like I'm just gonna wait for the moment to present itself rather than try and force the moment to become the present you know and uh 
So I went and got her a present. <laughs> or $1,200 million. However, that's a, too big of an exaggeration to be funny. Um, I think I got her like six things. But uh, the, the coup de grace, if you will, was the, the, the locket. It, it was a necklace. It was, wasn't very expensive. But when I found her one gift and I looked over at the jewelry, I just glanced over and I found earrings that were little stars moons and suns and we have this thing about space and the stars it's like our romantic little barfy thing and then I saw this locket that had a, a sun and a moon actually at first I didn't notice it was a locket it just looked like a necklace I'm like oh it opens up and when it opened up and I saw that you could put pictures in it I instantly thought of her dog she had a she thought it was it was a pit mix. She thought the mix was Weimaraner, but his name was Charlie Murphy, which is awesome. She called him Charles. Um, he was the sweetest looking dog. I had never got to meet him. Uh, she had to put him down, I think, two years before I even met her. So um, I think that's how long it was. I, I really don't actually know for sure when it was. Um, it's it's a touchy subject, so I don't like to bring it up too much. But I I knew instantly that I had to find a good picture of him to put in there. So like I I bought the locket and I thought, well maybe I'll put two pictures of him in there. I thought, well maybe I'll be a little selfish and put a picture of us in there. <laughs> so I went on her Facebook and I found uh, old pictures of her dog and I went and got them printed out at Target. But the smallest size that I could print them was still too big, so I ended up printing out a black and white copy at work and I just little tea tiny thing I cut out a picture of him actually two of them I put one in and I said no this other one's better and I put that on top um which it was her favorite picture of him that I realized afterwards I, when I was looking I'm like oh yeah and then she told me later that's my favorite picture so I was like yeah I know <laughs> and then I took a, a picture of her and I when we went on a hike that took us right past Mount Rainier and that's like her favorite mountain um and I actually had not thought of this right away until she mentioned I didn't know it but I think subconsciously my brain was like we're gonna do this the right way uh the pictures of her and I together with the mountain behind us centered perfectly that's where she took Charlie's ashes and dumped him left him up there <laughs> she took his ashes up there I, I knew that she told me that before but at the time of assembling everything that didn't quite click but I think my brain knew that because I wasn't a, after I got the printer the, the pictures printed out I wasn't going to put the picture of us in there I was just going to put a couple pictures of her dog or leave the other side blank but then I'm like oh, I'll just do this one because it's got us in the mountain in it. <laughs> she said no one's ever put that much thought into a gift for her before. Which which is weird. Because she tells me stuff like that a lot. Where no one's ever blank 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 for her before. Or this much for her before. And I'm like. On one hand I'm fucking thrilled. That I get to do this for her. You know I'm, I'm beyond excited that I get to provide this level of love for her at the same time it kind of pisses me off that nobody has before because of how freaking incredible she is like 
she's a really good person. And I'm not just saying that because I love her. She's actually a decent human being. She gives a shit about other people more than herself. She has one of the kindest hearts I've ever seen. She will instantly love on you if you have a dog. <laughs> that just makes you a good person in her eyes. As long as you know, you're raising the dog and treating it right. Um, all the people in her life, she takes such good care of them. I mean, she takes care of people that she doesn't even know. She'll, you know, she's the kind of person to go give a homeless person her leftover food. She's. One time we were out on a walk, and I'm and I saw a dog off in the distance, and she went and picked it up, and she said, "We're not leaving this dog until we either find its owner or we adopt it." <laughs> like she's, she, she's the one that she's the kind of person that freaked out because she ran over a squirrel because she felt so bad that she killed it. You know, it's she's, she's just a good person, which is weird for who I'm dating. <laughs> not used to dating normal good people um not saying that my ex-girlfriends were horrible people they were just different kinds of people but you know that's that's a discussion for another day um no it's just she's wonderful and I'm uh what's that song lyric that said uh Oh shit, what is it? I'm a fool but smart enough to know I need her or something like that, like that's that's very much so an accurate description of our relationship and I'm a fool for this girl, but but smart enough about it too, you know, I'm not hopelessly in love with her. I'm not blinded by it it's she does a lot to bring out the best in me and apparently I do the same for her that's what she told people at her party all night when I wasn't even around <laughs> so that's kind of cool Uh, it's funny because I was telling her, yeah, I'm going to go record a podcast. And then, you know, I hit my little funk and I never did. And that's why she called. She's like, why didn't you record it? And so I told her everything that happened. She's like, she, she gave me the kind of pep talk that was inspiring, motivating. And the, the way she said it, she said, because I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of want to slap you right now. But truth be told, if I was there, I wouldn't slap you. I'd smooch you. And then probably playfully slap you a little bit to, you know, wake you up. <laughs> that's that's how she does it. And it's it's funny because I, I never realized what kind of person I need. I've never thought about it. I've always thought about, well, I like people to do this and that, but I've never thought about what I need in somebody. And I need somebody that'll do that. Somebody that'll slap me across the face and then kiss me you know it's like wake the fuck up i love you go do your thing damn it it just kind of pulls me out of my funk and <laughs> like i told her on the phone i'm like i i have to admit 
the entire time you were giving me this pep talk, I was smiling, like, uncontrollably. I was just grinning like a fucking mongoloid because she's right. And, and I'm fucking lucky to have somebody that will sit there and do that for me. She's always one to say it's something we'll get through together, you know, it's, or it's, uh, or, uh, how does she say it? Um, I'll help you in whatever way I can. It's the support, the healthy support like that is breathtaking and refreshing and wonderful and yeah I don't know what I did but I should probably keep on doing it because <laughs> I think I've got a fucking one of a kind kind of girl right here so that's fucking cool I'm uh I'm pretty fucking happy with that you know it's, it's like I told her it's for as much as I fall apart about everything else in my life, you know, wondering how good I am at this, this, and that, at least, at least I know for a fact that I'm doing right by her. And she's always immediately saying, you're damn right you are. <laughs> so, that's good to know. That I'm not completely falling apart. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the bane of a the, the artistic side, you know, is the demons really know how to get to you. Because when it's something you're passionate about, it's also something you're extremely sensitive about. So when one thing goes wrong, the whole thing can crumble. It's very much so a house of cards, that's for sure. But, in any case, I think I've talked you guys' ears off enough. I didn't even really get into a lot about what's been going on, but you know what? I'll save that for episode 30, because, hey, at least that gives me something to, to talk about for the next one, rather than trying to find something, so, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll leave that for then, but for now, I think I'll go ahead and end this, so, uh, thanks for listening, thanks for sticking with me, thanks for being patient with waiting for the episodes if you have been uh, just thanks thanks for all your support everyone and Tia if you end up listening to this for some strange reason uh, thank you thank you for tonight I'll shout it from the fucking rooftops if I have you, but I fucking love you, so. Thank you. <laughs> for being amazing. And wonderful. And so many other things that I'm going to say off mic because, you know, not that I don't want other people to hear it, it's just I've got so much more that I want to say. <laughs> and... I want to say it to your face and then smooch it. So, there we go. Alright. <laughs> I don't even know if she's ever going to hear that, but eh, there's an off chance. She says she really wants to listen to my podcast. She just doesn't have time. And that's fair. I don't expect her to. 
she listens to me play guitar and for some reason she thinks I'm really good so her dad's a phenomenal guitarist and she thinks he's really good so if she thinks he's really good and then says I'm really good I can't say I'm not really good because then I'm saying her dad's not really good and he is really good and I don't want to piss him off because <laughs> that's her dad you know uh, anyway alright I'm gonna get out of here and go to bed but uh thanks for listening to Late Effect everybody Blood Pods production brought to you by Tangibound Network the Blood Pods Network and the West Coast Podvengers yeah that's right three networks what now I don't even do this show and I'm on three networks <laughs> uh, go check all them out West Coast Podvengers is cool uh, it's my buddies that do a lot of nerdy podcasts arc reactions and uh, Out of the Fridge I think is another one on there they're a bunch of cool guys uh, Bat Books for Beginners I wonder if they still do that uh, Tangent Bound has so many shows still Jesus Christ, Blood Pods is falling apart, but we're still alive. <laughs> we have Pod Blocked. Pod Blocked is the uh, the anchor that's keeping this sinking ship afloat. Yeah. Let that one sink in. Literally? Figuratively? I'm out. Uh, be good to your bodies. I love you all. Over. And out. Find more blood pods like this at bloodpods.com.